Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Praise God. Tonight, uh, the title of the lesson is Made for More. Made for More. And we're going to read one verse to open in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. Apostle Paul said, When I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Amen. We're made for more tonight, folks. Praise God. And I'm excited about that. Every person on this earth, whether they realize it or not, was made for more. Amen. They have been given God-given potential to be something more than they currently are. Even if they, they're great, even if they've achieved greatness already, amen, there's always more. There's always another level to reach for. God created us for more. Psalms 139.14 said, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. All of us are. Praise God. We, we didn't come about from some random Big Bang evolution thing. We were created. We were made by intelligent design with a plan in mind. Amen. With a great uh, future in mind by God, praise God. And so think about it. We're made in the image of God Himself, the Bible said, Genesis chapter 1. And we're not talking about a physical image necessarily. We're rather talking about uh, taking on the image of God's character and God's attributes. And that's the beautiful thing. God has so much more for each and every one of us. We've just got to go after it. More abundant life, more fruitfulness, better relationships, less guilt, less regrets. And this is all made possible when we have the Holy Ghost in our lives. When we receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost, we're born again of water and spirit. Amen. And then uh, after that, we allow that wonderful spirit to lead us. We allow that wonderful spirit to change us for the better every day. And then we've got to have a closer and more personal relationship with Him so He can be uh, all He wants to be uh, to us and through us. And one of the keys to having more God in our lives is to keep seeking, keep reaching, keep learning, and keep growing. Amen. We don't ever want to get to the place where, you know what, I've read the Bible enough, I know everything I need to know. I, I prayed enough. I, I know everything I need to know. Uh, you know, I've come to church enough. I, I know everything I need to know. No, we can't get to that place. There's always more to learn. Amen. I don't care if you read the Bible 10 times through. It's time to read it again, prayerfully and worshiply, worshiping Him. Amen. Because we can't make the mistake of thinking that we've arrived and then at that point, we can just maintain our walk with God until he comes back in a maintenance situation. No, I'm talking about just reaching for the stars. I'm talking about there's more for us, but we've got to want it. 
Amen. I remember I attended a church many years ago, and this is uh, back in the, uh, you know, the first couple years of the 80s. Uh, I, I attended a church, and uh, I found out that some of the elders in that church, uh, and el elders being just the, the senior uh, saints in that church, amen, they actually thought they had achieved uh, a certain level in God where they were beyond uh, reproach and they were beyond uh, being affected by this world and they had reached some kind of level of sanctification. And I, even as a young, uh, young man, uh, a teenager and uh, not really knowing much about God, I would scratch my head and I go, this is not jiving with what I'm reading in the Bible. Amen. Praise God. We are made for more. And if we want more, we can have more. God has more for us. We have to have a want to. Jesus made us a profound, couple of profound statements in the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew chapter 5 begins that Sermon on the Mount. And verse number 6, the Beatitudes. Blessed are those several verses. And verse 6 said, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. So only the hungry are going to be filled. Only the thirsty are going to be satisfied. Amen. When, when you're hungry, what do you do? I stop and look for a drive through That's what I do. Amen. To satisfy that hunger. I drop everything and I go to find something to satisfy that hunger. When you're thirsty, you stop. You know, you go to a 7-Eleven or you go somewhere to get a cold drink of water or whatever you're going to drink to quench that thirst. Matthew chapter 5 verse 3 said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Now that verse used to puzzle me when I'd read that. Blessed are the poor in spirit. What does that mean? It means that those that feel like they can never get enough of God that's what poor in spirit is. Amen. It's those that are starving for the spirit of God in their lives to where they can't go one day without seeking after it, without trying to get more of it. Amen. That's what poor in spirit is. Those that don't think they've arrived, those that don't think they've had enough, they need more. Amen. Spiritual growth does not stop when you've read the Bible a certain amount of times. It doesn't stop when you prayed a certain amount of hours or fasted a certain amount of days or attended a certain amount of church services because it's God's will and God's desire that we continue to grow spiritually and closer to Him for the rest of our lives until Jesus comes or until we die. Or like the old saying goes, until we die or until we fly. Amen. So His riches are unsearchable and his ways are past finding out. What does that mean? That doesn't, so if they're unsearchable, why do I need to search them? No, what it's meaning is you, you can search all day long, every day of your life, and you'll still not get to the bottom of his riches. Keep on searching. His ways are past finding out, so why should I even try? No, his ways are so awesome. Keep on trying because you'll never find them all out, but you'll have a wonderful life trying. Amen. And the desire and goal of every believer in God should be a growing relationship with Him where we have a closeness with Him on a regular basis that regularly transforms us into something that He wants us to be. A transformative relationship with Him 
not just a maintenance relationship, not just a casual relationship, any good relationship, any successful relationship, any close relationship requires quality time and commitment to that relationship. And it's one thing to have this kind of desire and goal to be close to God and have a relationship, but we got to choose the right method and the right means to achieve that desire and achieve the goal of being closer to God. So, for example, you might have a desire to go to Hawaii. I mean, occasionally I do. Nice place to visit. Amen. But if you choose the method of a car to go to Hawaii, not going to be so good because you've got to go by boat or by air. If you might want to go to the moon, it's becoming more possible. They're, they're, uh, with SpaceX and some of these other things that people can actually, uh, you know, cost a lot of money still, but you can, private citizens can get on these spacecraft and they can go out into space and do different things. You might want to go to the moon someday, but choosing a bicycle to get there, that's not going to work. Amen. We got to choose the right method because it's impossible to grow spiritually simply by engaging in more religious practices. Amen. Now, coming to church, very important. It's, it's, uh, we can't, un- uh, over, uh, you know, can't underestimate the, the power of what happens when we come to church. But some people can attend church and leave the same way they came in. They can be in, in body in the church, but they can have an out-of-body experience over at Denny's or something while they're supposed to be over here listening to, to the preacher or, or worshiping God. We can, so we can read our Bible, and it's very important. But some people are ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. It's important, amen, to give of your finances. We know that. But some people give grudgingly or to be seen of men or receive something in return. Some people have a form of godliness, but they deny the power. And all of these things, they're important, amen, to support our spiritual growth. But we don't need more religion. We need more salvation and a deeper, thriving relationship with God. Amen. So there's power in godliness. There's power in holiness. And what is godliness and holiness? It's simply being closer to God than you are to anything else in this world. That's the best definition you can have. Amen. Because the closer I get to God, the farther I get from other stuff and other people that may be hindering me in my life and in my uh, ability to be made for more, to be something more, We need something more. Amen. You know, um, there was a little boy named Robert. He was eight years old, and he was picked up one Sunday by the church van and brought to the church. They were having children's revival that that Sunday, and he came, and uh, he was from a rough neighborhood, and uh, his parents were not always there for him, and uh, he was in need of more. And when they invited the kids after they had their program, and they invited the kids to the altar. He went. And he got down there and he was praying. And he was doing the best he could, seeking God. And there were altar workers helping and praying with the kids. Uh, amen. Tears streaming down his faith, uh, face. And he, he was worshiping God. And God filled him gloriously with the Spirit of God. And he was just in a, uh, just a wonderful uh, place right there. And God just blessed him and loved him and touched him. Amen. And when he finished praying, one of the altar workers came over to him and and tried to explain to him what he was feeling, that 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 was God loving him. Amen. 
And he said this he asked this question to that altar worker, can I have as much of this as I want? Amen. And that's a question we ought to listen to and say, you know what? The answer is yes. The key, the key is I got to want it. I got to desire it. Amen. He came to church in need of more. And when he left, he definitely had more. And that more uh, that we all need in our daily personal lives is a powerful relationship with God. It's not up to God how spiritual and how close we get to him. It's completely up to us. You say, well, you know, wait a minute. No, no, wait a minute. Look what he already did. Look, he gave us his word. He came down as one of us. He died for us. He gave us a church. He gave us a family of God. He's done so many things. So now it's up to us to determine how close we're going to get. Amen. All 12 apostles, they weren't, didn't have the same closeness of, to Jesus. They all had different, uh, different closenesses. And there was one that was the closest was John, the apostle. And that one that was the closest had the greatest understanding and revelation of who God was and what his love was all about. Amen. And John wrote about love in his epistles. And then he had a great understanding of the end times and revelation, praise God. Amen. But the Bible tells us, and I didn't give this uh, verse, I just came to my mind. The Bible says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. It looks like my part is first. Praise God. It's completely up to me if, I, if I'm going to get more. My desire will determine how far and how deep the relationship grows. Because spiritual transformation comes from spending consistent and quality time in His presence. That's what we're talking about. Amen. It's great to be involved in the work of God, telling people about Jesus Amen. And doing these things. But we need to spend time with the God of the work. Amen. You know, we can, we can read self-help books until the cows come home and they have their place. Amen. I don't know about you, but uh, I read How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie like a lot of people did. And it was a great book. Amen. But some self-help books, uh, they don't point you in the right direction. Amen. Because they're just telling you to pick yourself up by your own bootstraps. Amen. But I'm talking about being in the presence of the one that can help us get all that we can get and all that we need. Amen. Only God can reshape and refine us, forgiving our past, cleansing our mind and heart for the present, and opening the way for our future. Made for more. Because it's not willpower and more muscle that we need. It's a closer, more vibrant relationship with our Heavenly Father. Amen. We grow by our direct connection with God. Therefore, it's essential to understand, amen, that what things enhance the relationship and it's essential to understand what things detract from the relationship. And that's what we're talking about, being made for more. We cannot allow the cares of this life and the busyness of life, amen, or the concerns of life to consume all of our time, attention, and energy to the place where we lose our close contact with God because he's the one that has the answers to the cares of life. And he's the one that has, he's the one that telling us, amen, get off the highway, amen, and get out of the fast lane. And I want to lead you beside the still waters and restore your soul. So we need solid principles and consistent actions that'll keep us from slipping back into old habits and practices. 
And there are seven principles that we're going to look into uh, in these next few weeks, amen, that will uh, open our eyes to maybe some weaknesses in our life, make us aware of more that God has for us, and ensure that our relationship with Him will remain close and vibrant and strong, and we need that in these end times. We need that in the times we're living in, because our goal is to be energized, equipped, and motivated to embark on the greatest adventure of our lives, which is reaching our full potential in Jesus. And I'll close with these three verses. Paul said in Ephesians 3.19, to know the love of God, of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. That's more. And verse 20, now to him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that work, works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Notice verse 20. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, but what is it? According to the power that works in us. Amen. That's his power that we receive when we receive the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit in our lives, but it's according to the power because we allow his spirit to do what he's going to do or we hinder his spirit from doing what he wants us to do. We still have control of our lives. We still have a will that we need to uh, be subservient to his will. We need to submit to his will. We still need to allow our spirit to, uh, to you know, bow to his spirit and let him work his wonderful work so that we will be more than he made us to be. Amen? What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.